0: I mean, I originally had this, had this schedule to talk about like just the hype bubble. It feels like we're in a weird space sort of in sneakers just in terms of where popularity and, you know, some things are starting to sit that weren't sitting before, um, but then everything is still sort of selling out. So um, it's been interesting to sort of think about the market and where it goes and you know what what happens to sneakers, and and also like the changes that have happened over the past couple of years that have sort of happened to cater to a larger market or to cater to a more mainstream market, and how those things are going to like persist or you know have to have to phase out if the if the if the mainstream bubble sort of bursts, and so I wanted to just get thoughts on that and hear like what you, what you think and what, you know, other people would think if, if they were here as well.
1: You know, it's funny, you said sit, right. And for the last couple of years, since nothing has been kind of (laughs) sitting in the, in the digital sense, maybe uh, online, even if something kind of is a little bit available or, you know, I was talking to you about the five fifties, the sort of GR maroon pair that I said, was available it wasn't actually available someone gave it to me someone gave me their pair because he didn't want it and that type of thing doesn't I mean friends hook up each other but it doesn't really happen too often for hype hype pairs you don't really you know people help each other out but when you talk about sitting that's the kind of pair people would say was maybe sitting but it's not really sitting it's sold out it may be sold out in a couple (laughs) minutes or a couple hours even Uh, So I think everything has shifted in terms of, you know, what's relative to to where we were maybe three years ago, pre-Last Dance, pre-pandemic, pre-whatever you want to call it. But, um, you know, it's also hard to gauge what the brands are doing. New Balance, obviously producing more of shoes like that, lots of other models in general, they're growing in popularity. And brands like Nike, I think maybe the whether it's uh, infrastructure or port uh, slowdowns or it was logistics during the beginning of the pandemic, I think obviously some of that has eased. And if the brands are pumping out more and you know pressures on the infrastructure, ship global shipping and things are, are easing too, it, it feels like more, more things are available, but I think the brands are still pumping out more and more and more, not being someone who knows the numbers. It just feels that way. So it's really hard to gauge, but uh, I think people are still buying up a ton. And I do think we may be at the beginning, although, you know, it's like predicting the stock market. I write about the stock market, you know, people always want to predict when things are going to turn down. And some of these guys in the stock market, they always say there's a crash coming, there's a crash coming, there's a crash coming. And then they keep saying it for five years. And then after five years, it finally happens and then they're like, see, I'm the smart guy. So I'm not going to try and be that guy. But I do feel like uh, we're getting there. It seems like it can't go up, keep going forever. Right. I mean, dunks, yeah. d- dunks and things are, are easing, but that's because of uh, more production and uh, maybe lower quality. Right.
0: Yeah. Um, I, I have this like weird theory like um, that I personally needed to accept that everything that came out in sneakers was it for me. And um, like in 2014, 2015, like everything that Asics produced, everything that New Balance produced, I was the target consumer, right? Like that was, they were making, or at least for the lifestyle stuff, right? Like that was, they were thinking about me or at least I like to think so, right? And you think about the products that they made and how they marketed it and what was available and how it was available that was for me and slowly over time those brands and Nike too like I you know I I have always bought Nike and Nike's still sort of one of those brands that I still search for has created products that have started to diverge right and really and really go after different segments of, of, of the market. And a lot of that is really mainstream. And so over the past sort of two years, I had to really like, accept like, certain things aren't for me. Like when New Balance did the 550, that wasn't for me. It's not, it's not, that's not a shoe for me. That's, I'm a 900 series guy. Like I like the 1500, some of the other stuff, but I got, you know, I got the ALD 550s in hand and I just, I don't know. I, I tried them on, they were cool. But for some reason it was like, this isn't, this isn't me. Like, and I just, I had to let them go. So um, I feel like there's a sorting happening where people are starting to realize like, okay, that's not for me. Especially among us, like hardcore sneaker, sneaker people that were sort of, understanding or sort of like straying away from certain things and not getting frustrated because we're not getting them. At least I'm not. And I know a few other people aren't either. And there are things that are coming out and you can just sort of tell like, oh yeah, that's not made for me. They weren't, they weren't targeting me. They weren't thinking in me. Cause I always think like, like with New Balance, they know where I am, they know how to get me a shoe, <laughs> like, you know, I I buy from New Balance directly, you know, regularly, I'm an MB Rewards member, same thing for Saucony, you know, probably same thing for Asics, like, they can get a product to me, they can, you know, hold something or make it available so that I don't have to chase it, but they don't for a lot of things or for most things, and so, you know, I think that, there's like i said i feel like there's this sorting happening where new balance is going after a different market they're still catering to to me by doing 991s and you know some cool 1500s this year as well um but a lot of stuff is not for me and i'm sort of realizing that and like taking that and going okay you know that's fine i don't i don't need to chase that and i think a lot of people especially like our sneaker people we've been so conditioned to having so so few drops or so many like limited extre- you know extremely rare drops that happen every year that we're conditioned to go after them all and so now that the mainstream is also going after them all we sort of need to fall back or we have to develop this mentality okay we're we're not going after every collaboration. We're not going after every new silhouette, every new product. We're only going after a few select things, especially if you're gonna wear it or you're not reviewing it or doing anything like that. You're not like one of the people that needs to needs to post it to be first with that post. Like it's it's fine.
1: I think you're what you're saying is, you know. At least what I feel is that there's a little bit of fatigue trying to go after everything. Yeah. You know, even entering raffles, it, it could be as simple as just writing your name and size. Those ones, fine. I'm not going to complain about them. But you know, if you're commenting on a YouTube post and doing this, and they, it's it's not a lot. You're sitting at a computer, working from home anyway. But personally, I, I don't even want to deal with that. And you know, a lot of it is a shoe, maybe a collab that I don't feel like, and and I feel the same. I don't like chasing the collabs and the hype that that much I'd rather have a GR but you know you and I think you're you're also expressing that you're you have pretty good self-control and I don't think that's the same the case <laughs> for all of us so-called hardcore sneakerheads or or people who've been around for a while because you know I picked up a pair of 550s not the ALDs, the the maroons and I picked a pair of 991s the anniversaries which which I saw on your feed And, you know, one, someone helped me out with one was on sale and, you know, I like the fact that they were easy to get and they weren't hyped. They're nice, they're quality, but there are two silhouettes that I've never had before and I didn't think I'd want. So, you know, while I thought I had my lane in New Malice and I knew what models I liked and I was happy with them. I sold Daytonas, I sold City Never Sleeps, I sold Premieres, the black and gold ones. And because... I thought I had enough. I thought I didn't need those ones. They're all beautiful pairs. And here I am starting with other, other numbers and other models. When I got rid of those, like, what am I doing? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I am experimenting with new models. I I tried some new Nike models out in the last couple of years, Uh, not just retros that I didn't have, but also actually new new models that they've developed. So, um, I, I share what you're saying in terms of what I'd like, but I can't stick to that. I don't. I don't have. I, you know, sometimes I don't have the discipline. I'm I have the discipline to sell pairs, but when co- ones come in. Now I want to try new things and some of it's influenced by what's happening in the mainstream. It really is. I I can't say I'm not affected by the mainstream. I wish I wasn't. I wish I was sitting here with my old, you know, five, seven, seven, ANNs that no one cares about and I just love them or whatever. And, and might, but it's not true.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think there is some sort of um, need for us to, experiment and try out like the new the new thing and i mean it, we're definitely influenced by like mainstream um and just the
1: people that we see in our feed and the people that are around us like jordan 1's for you right i mean like i know you must have had some years back but you you said you've grown your jordan One collection in the last few years right so many have come out right i mean it's hard not to
0: so i i actually haven't right so like the last pair that i bought was was biohacks and they sat they sat for like six months and again a shoe that like i thought i really liked i did i just realized that I was never going to wear it enough to make it worthwhile. It wasn't going to be like my other Jordan ones. Like I have, so I have shadows, I have, you know, Royals, I I have, uh, you know, breads, I have Nigel Sylvester's, I have Kwai ones and I have the, uh, the turbo greens. So like, those are the pairs that I have in ones and I get a decent rotation out of all of them and I wear them all and I love them all and they all fit like my style a little differently if I got a Jordan 1 and I didn't wear it within the first week I know I don't feel like there's something special about it that I can fit into my rotation and that was kind of how I felt with the biohacks not I mean you know I I let them go because it just you know it didn't make sense for me and I think but for me you know the the market was was kind of buzzing about them they were they had a bunch of cool colors on them and you know I was like you know I really wanted something with brown and I was like I can envision myself wearing it and I could and I and I managed to get you know hook up and got them for retail and I and I got them and they just sort of sat here and you know I think for me like I'm really really trying to wear everything <laughs> to uh to quote to quote your your motto but like it's um I'm really like okay if I don't like this if I don't love this if it's not gonna make it into the rotation and be like something that I'm gonna beat and not feel bad about then I'm not gonna keep it and so um I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I do experiment with right like so you know, the jazz courts or or something like that. And I bought them and I love them and I love beating on them and I love wearing them all the time. And I don't feel bad about it. And I don't, and I don't, and it, not that it was about like how much money the biohacks were because they weren't, you know, that much money I got them for retail. So, but it was more like I would have rather have spent that money in something else or saved that money. And so I never feel that way with certain shoes. Right. And so like there, there's new stuff that I don't feel that way with. Um,
1: I thought you had way more Jordan ones. Sorry. I I thought you had all like new colorways. You you said you had a lot, but I guess for someone who, 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 who's into runners, that's a lot of Jordan ones, right? Five or six.
0: I mean, I I think you gotta have, you gotta have the basic colorways. You gotta have, I don't have Chicago's and that's the one that I, that I really, really want. And I know that I would wear it, right? Like, so, um, I mean, yeah, I guess for someone that's into runners, it's like a big deal um, that, that I have that many Jordan ones. Cause I don't know if, I don't know if people and I think they're comfortable which everyone always says they're not comfortable but I love Jordan ones. Like I wear them, I must wear a pair of Jordan ones twice a week,
1: easy. See, I don't anymore. I and and I think you know the popularity got to me, and I felt like it was oversaturated. Not not just what I see on Instagram, um, but just you know we're talking about what's the sneaker market being bubbling over or the hype getting to a peak, you know. And it's not like I don't want to wear what my nieces, my thirteen year old nieces wear, but they're asking me for Jordan ones. I got a text today from my sister in law. Um, oh, do can you tell me where to get a pair of Air Force Ones for your, your, your niece's your niece's best friend? And I said, Air Force Ones? Like, you know where to get Air Force Ones. We've already had this conversation. She said, Oh no, I mean Jordan ones. And this has been happening for like two a year, two years. And it's kind of like, Do I need 20 pairs of Jordan ones? I got I got a little tired. I keep the essentials, I got my Chicago's, I got my my vintage pairs and stuff, but part of me sees the market going so high. And I look, you know, and I say, is this 2013 shadow worth $500 to me? I bought it for retail. It's my favorite colorway. Maybe that's a bad example, but I have another pair. So gone. It's gone. Like, you know, I wear it in the winter. <laughs> I wear it in the winter. Like, I don't wear shadows in, in the summer. I don't wear jeans. I'm wearing shorts. I'm not going anywhere. So, you know, an example is of, of the market getting to me in, in the other way is, Jordan ones, me being kind of turned off. I still love them, but not needing, not realizing I don't need as many, like plus they're they're indestructible, right? So yeah, you have six or seven pairs, like you you wear them twice a week. They're still you're still gonna last you years and years and years and years, right? I mean, yeah, unless you're unless you're going doing doing heavy lifting of them.
0: Yeah. And it's funny that you talk about like the Jordan one market sort of turning you off to Jordan ones because it is a Jordan one that sort of t- turned me off to paying resale, and also, you know, to really chasing anything Nike for a while. And it was, it was the Sylve- Nigel Sylvester ones. And like, if you want to talk about being influenced and like being sold, like that was a shoe that I was really sold on. Like I loved it. As soon as I saw it, I was like, "This is this is this is amazing!" Like. What they did with this shoe, like who they brought on to do this shoe and how they came up with the concept, like amazing to me. And I couldn't get them. I couldn't get them at retail, you know, and I watched them for a couple of days (laughs) and and then I, and then I bit the bullet on resale way too high and watched it plummet like two weeks later. And I was so mad at myself. And not at the shoe, like I really like the shoe. I really love it. I still wear it a lot and I, I don't hold any ill will to it. But after that, I was like, never again. Like I'm never gonna get bit by that, by a shoe like that ever again. You know, like I'll buy a retail or bust, you know maybe like once or twice I'll go $20, $30 over if something I really want but I got to think about it for a while. And so like, um. And I felt like the hype on that shoe was so crazy, right before the release, up to the release, and then the weekend of the release, and then it just fell off. Like no one, and and you know I don't know, but from what I can tell, nobody cares about that shoe now. Nobody cares, right? Like I think it's I think it's out there, and I think it's I think it's back up to like you know four hundred dollars or five hundred dollars or whatever it is, but nobody cares like it's up there because, you know, it's limited. Nobody has it that much. You know, it's, it's just one of those shoes because every Nike shoe that's a collaboration goes to $500 eventually. Right. So like, I feel, I felt burned by that, but also like, I felt burned by the hype a little bit. Right. Because the hype made that price happen and the hype made me pay what I shouldn't have paid. And I was, you know, and it, it really frustrated me to no end and so that wasn't my last Jordan one but it really made me like eh, you know like I don't I don't need anything other than other than an OG because I, I I I know the OG I've imagined the OG you know which is for me the 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 last colorway that I feel like I need is the Chicago right so like for me it's like I've lived with this shoe in my mind and dreamed about it and thought about it and liked it and appreciated it for 30 years. Yeah, I want to buy it. Yeah, I'm gonna wear it. Yeah, I'm gonna appreciate it. And I'm not gonna pay $500 for it. But like, you know, that's, that's the one Jordan one that I'm still kind of like, yeah, I'll go after it. But
1: it's okay to overpay for OG colorways, Dave. So, <laughs> if anything. I'm but like, I think you're undershooting on your Nigels to make you feel better. I don't I haven't looked up prices in a while, but what you're saying seems a little low. Not not that we're gonna go look it up because that's not what it's about. But uh but uh yeah, when, when they do come out with Chicago's again, I'm sure it'll be the same. But you know, you bring up a good topic because when you know, and I like it when, you know, I don't think Nike overproduced or did a lot of production on those Nigels, but I like it when they throw that monkey wrench in and just produce a ton of them like it seemed like they did that with the night in the air max 90 bacons like it was like they were easier to get and uh trying to think of other examples to amon Manier threes like those kind of became you know there was a global drop and yeah. I don't know if it was a huge release but it was it was oh no bigger. it's coming up.
0: It's yeah. coming up. It just showed back up on sneakers. So, oh,
1: so, yeah, so, you, so you guys haven't even had it yet. We had it. Europe. We had it with Europe and Canada. Oh, and, okay. then there was a, that, and then they had a bunch of pairs. So it's even coming more and more and more. So the prices are going to go down. And it's kind of like, that's the type of pair that you get itchy with the hype. And it's like, these are beautiful. You see the pictures and it's like, you want to pull the trigger. And I know some people who did at way higher and they're not so mad because they got the pairs and they didn't have to wait. But mm-hmm. um, I like when the brand's, do big production numbers and more so when they do it and not tell anyone because that kind of kills the hype and it filters out the people who really want the shoes and maybe that will be responsible for some of the froth coming off of the resell and the hype you know yeah. when it's kind of like oh i can't make money off every mid or every uh or every i don't know um gr jordan 1 uh I, I target Jordan 1s cuz they're the easy candidate and they've seemed to be where resellers and people just are are making the quickest money even if it's a even if it's a, a, a jump man tongue lo, uh, lo, low <laughs> but um <laughs> but you know it seems like that might be that the, the brands themselves although I don't see why they don't want hype why they would do that but maybe you know more volume other than you know some kind of and covid didn't do it the, <laughs> some sort of economic event that just makes people with who don't actually wear shoes or don't need 400 pairs that are just sitting on boxes. You know, you see these, these nice kicks videos of resellers and stuff and like, maybe they haven't even been around in the game so long and they're just sitting on pairs and half of them are mids and, Maybe they paid 20 over retail to get them, you know, and it's yeah. like, I, I'm waiting. They're, they're going up. everything goes up because in my two years of being a sneakerhead, that's what's happened. I, I think that could happen, but I, I don't know what economic event the, the global economy seems to have survived uh, the pandemic, so I don't know what could be, uh, what could be worse, but there's a lot of sort of inflation in terms of asset prices, so who knows, could yeah. be messy it's some, somewhere down the road.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think I was, I, I like you, really appreciated um, the Amon year release. Um, even though I struck out, I didn't get a pair, but um, i hold it out till June 10th. But like, I think that, I think that that is one of those things where I really, I don't want to see influencers with them constantly in my feed and then you don't make enough pairs. And, um, I didn't get that with that, with that release, you know, um, or it was very targeted if they did have influencers where, you know, it was based on women and there were all these like cool women that you wouldn't have normally thought of that had pairs that were like showing them. And that was like inspiring. Right. And so, You know, that was something that was reminiscent with the Nigel Sylvester, where he was, you know, he has his whole Go campaign. And, you know, he was overseas, you know, he traveled with the release, which was kind of cool to see him show up at like different stores and, you know, sign people's boxes and show off the shoes and, you know, do raffles live. And, you know, that was really cool, right? Because, most collaborations especially with like nike you don't get that and maybe the past year you know is the exception because of the pandemic but it's like oh you know we're releasing this shoe and we made ten thousand pairs like you know i think about the the last pair that came out from trophy room right like that was that was horrific horrific right like no one no one we know got a pair and but we know or we saw you know tens of tens of influencers or people with a million or a hundred thousand or two hundred thousand followers that had pairs so it was just like what was the purpose of this shoe right what was what was what was the point of it it wasn't it wasn't for us again that wasn't for us right like if it wasn't a release for us and it wasn't an event that was targeted for people like us so like for me it was like why do i even care like i don't even i don't care about this shoot you know it goes to 2 grand immediately i i i don't even i have no i have no reference point for that it's just it's it's it might as well be a ferrari right cuz i'm not i'm not i'm not thinking about buying it i'm not ever going to want to buy it it's 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 ephemeral, so um, I like. So that was that was that was totally different from you know, AMA release, Nigel release, where they felt like community releases. They felt like it was something that Nike was really trying to make sure that a a diverse audience was able to put their hands on it. And so, um, for me, I think that that is. That is key right now to a good release and just to good um to good product for 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 a brand like Nike, I think, I think for New Balance, they're focused on like selling like little cool like locale stories, like right. They right now they have this bricks and woods um release coming up, and that's like very South Central focused, right? And so that makes sense and it's targeted. And I don't think I, don't, I think Nike tries to do a lot of that, but it doesn't work like it doesn't work like they they try to target stuff and and it just doesn't happen in a way that makes you feel good about sneakers. It makes you feel like you missed out more often than not.
1: New Balance doing Bathing Ape one too as well they are yeah yeah so you could see like in one breath not that baby <laughs> Game is such a big brand but you know you talk about this small la based yeah. brand that a lot of people haven't even heard of i hadn't heard of it until this yeah. and then on the other end they're doing they're doing Bape, and it's kind of like that doesn't seem right i mean i know Bape is done you know it's not new and it's you know it's not like doing a collab with cheerios or something like that i mean new New balance isn't isn't quite there but i mean it, it's 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 funny that even the new balances of the world are, are spreading themselves pretty pretty wide they're taking advantage and there's nothing wrong with that but the um yeah the nikes of the world you know it's funny you also you, you know you, you talked about the the Amon manier Collab and then the trophy room. And the two shoes aren't really that different. I mean, visually they are, but they're both spins on classics done pretty well, I think. Not out there, although the ones are kind of, I guess, a little bit weird and flashy, you know, sparkly or whatever, but they still look like a Jordan, a Chicago. And Obviously, one is one that someone will say, Oh, what's a grail? You know, give me the blue laces. I need the blue lace, you know. But <laughs> but really, you know, if you look at them fundamentally, you at me personally, and it sounds like you're you're kind of on the same wavelength. You know, the whole vibe to it makes it. And and I don't think everyone feels that way, but I'd like to think more people do. And maybe that's what we're getting to. Maybe. You know, this resale culture that that tainted that release, right? I mean, yeah. everyone loved Trophy Room. No one had a problem with Trophy Room before. It was cool. It was Jordan Family, whatever. And then something happens. And it's kind of like, you know, trying to put money aside. What shoe do I like more? Well, the Amo Manier 3s make me feel a lot better. I may like yeah. Jordan 1s better. Yeah. I yeah. actually think they're nicer. I never really liked the Jordan 1s. But, like, let's just, in a thought experiment yeah those make me feel way better i know someone you know uh you know a, a kind of not close but kind of instagram friend she got them in montreal and she was surprised she wasn't expecting to get them and she's she she's not like super famous she's not famous or anything she she, yeah. she got it because she's a woman and she's part of the culture and she's she cares you know and and she does you know she's involved and she, you know, it's not that kind of. Oh yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm an influencer on Instagram that doesn't even pay attention to sneakers, and I'm getting, I'm getting trophy rooms, or I bought them for a thousand dollars. I mean, and I don't want a slam trophy room. I don't even know what happened, but we all know what we think happened. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it just gives you a feeling, and, and I hope that maybe you know that good feelings. You know, when you get a good like Union got praised for its drop too, be, being you know yeah. anti bot friendly. I mean, I hope the brands reward those those. Uh, the big brands reward the smaller brands and also customers start to consumers start to feel that way and I think you know people who were here or just are starting out but are good to be here and not gonna fall off when and disappear when when sneakers aren't the the coolest thing anymore will will acknowledge that and sort of yeah I'm I want to I want to reward those brands and spend my money there and buy a t-shirt there of course not just the, uh, not just the Jordan Forbes
0: yeah and and I kind of talked about it when you know when I was on your podcast about like the importance of at least to me of like like I think we all like try to get a shoe and coordinate a fit and figure out you know what's what's cool and what looks good but for me it's also like this okay, what does this say about me, right, and so, like, when, if I have the choice between an Amamanir 3 and a Trophy Room 1, you know, I know what the Trophy Room 1 says about me, or I, I have a perception about what it says. It says that, like, either, like, I'm worried about what everybody else thinks, so I, I got this thing that's unattainable and popular, and I want to, project that I'm cool and popular, or that I have money, or that I have influence and and, and I have connections. And the I'm doesn't say that, right? It says something totally different because the way that it was presented, the way that it's marketed, the way that it rolled out doesn't, doesn't give you that feeling, like you were saying. It makes you feel good. You're like, oh, this is about something. There's something, there's something meaningful behind this that's beyond one person that's bigger than just honoring this the legacy of this one person right and so I thought like to me it was like you know every shoe that I want to put on I don't want that to be what people see and I'm always afraid of that you know and I know like I said I talked about it on your show of you know putting on a Jordan 1 or putting on any type of Jordan or any type of shoe and being portrayed as this guy that's trying to be this cool you know unattainable i have money like i'm unapproachable i'm so out of your league type of person like that's just not who i am and so i can't buy a shoe i can't chase a shoe that reflects that and so um i think the past couple years and even the past year it's just been easier to sort of point out those shoes that are that, that are, that, that do sort of project that image and say, that's not for me. I don't want to project that. I don't want to do that. Like Yeezys. I know they're like comfortable. Everyone tells me they're super comfortable, but like I can't wear hair because people are going to say, Oh, are those Yeezys? And I don't want to, I don't want to have that conversation. (laughs) Like that's just not the conversation I want to have. Right. And so, um, I'd rather wear something else that's more low key. That's not gonna, you know, cause. I'd rather get the what? What are those? Are those new balances? Like, and you know, speaking of when I got my um, got my second vaccine, I wore the pink, 991s nine ones, and um, I'm sitting. You know, they have this massive. It's in this gymnasium, and uh, I'm in the in the back row because they make you sit for 15 minutes while um, to make sure you have no, no reaction. And one of the nurses, you know, or people monitoring people was walking up and down the rows and she like stopped and she goes, I just got to tell you, man, I've been staring at your shoes like since <laughs> since she walked over. She's like, where in the world did you get pink New Balances? <laughs> and Like we had a conversation that just about like how she likes New Balances, but she didn't know that they made pink. And I like, you know, told her where I bought them, but it was a different conversation. And it was a conversation that I wouldn't have if I was wearing trophy room ones, right? So like, I'm I'm always looking for like that interaction where it's like sort of, oh, this is this interesting thing that I've never seen before, but it's not off-putting. It's not like this thing that I know is in this world or realm that I would never I would never mess with, you know, normally. And so like being approachable, you know, so people are aren't afraid to come up and say, oh, those are cool. What is that? Is what is what's that logo or why is this that color or whatever? And so, you know, I feel I feel like I create more meaningful connections with with more meaningful shoes.
1: And I feel you. And I agree. And, you know, it's funny, even if you would have got the trophy rooms at retail, which I don't know if anyone did, it would still have that association right? regardless because yeah. it's what other people think. And it's, you know, everyone says you're buying, wearing your shoes for you. And, you know, I talked about this on a lot of my podcasts because people were wearing shoes when they couldn't go anywhere and they were stuck at home, walking the kids around the block. And I remember one of my guests said, you know, I wear my shoes because, I love them and I'm not doing it for anyone else. I may post it, but it's hard. And it's unfortunate that it's really hard to avoid thinking about other people will think. And I, and I appreciate that you're saying, you know, that connection and those connections are great. And I mean, you know, uh, Nick Engvall always says, tell someone, someone uh, you like their kicks today. And and whether it's that woman who probably just likes New Balance because they're comfortable and maybe she's a nurse or whatever, uh, or, a, a sneakerhead who who just bought like me who just got his first pair of 991s nine, nine, nine and saying yeah those I saw those ones and I, I went with the gray and you'd be like oh yeah I have the gray too like have that car co- it's a totally different conversation but yeah. you know I think it's a it's a fun, it's a result of what's been happening in the market in the last in the community in the market whatever you want to say in the last two three years that you, you can't forget you can't block out it's so hard to think about what it's gonna elicit from not your followers your followers are for the most part your friends and you know you don't even you don't even post that much you're you're talking about real real um real life interactions i think mostly um but you know you you have that you you have that yeah you don't want you don't want the 14 year old to yeah what are those are those real <laughs> when when you're wearing the uh the trophy rooms or something like that's no that's not a it's not yeah. the conversation anyone wants to have it's much better to have the non sneakerhead lady at the vaccine vaccine center
0: <laughs> and like every once in a while like yesterday um I wore my space jams right like I went to pick up my daughter and I wore my space jams and it's funny because I feel like okay, every day, you know, I'm, I'm going to wear a different pair of shoes to pick her up. I feel like I've bought myself enough credentials with everything else that I've worn for me to be able to wear space jams and then not to think,
1: <laughs> yeah. put me into this <laughs>
0: box of like, oh, this yeah. is the, this is the, like, for me, it's like, this is that ghetto dad that comes and picks up his daughter, right? Like, and it's like, no, no, he saw me with, they saw me with new balances the day before that. They saw me with ASICs.
1: They've seen me with like, jay Crew stuff you know like and Car- so Car- carhartt and space jams who is this guy and then but you know i'm the new balance guy with the J. cruz right <laughs> no i know I'm, I'm both i'm the same thing i'm i'm the same dad like one day i'll be wearing like the big baggie and the jordans and then the next day i'll be wearing like you know some tapered fit with like a nice shirt oh not not too many nice shirts these days but you know something completely different, but I think what you were getting—I—I don't want to turn this into a sneaker dad's combo, but you know, you, you think if people are paying attention, right? When you're dropping up, they have nothing else to do. They're all wearing masks. They, they can't wear it. like it's like fashion has. But then, guys like you and me, it's like this is our opportunity to rock something. Yeah, we're driving them <laughs> driving because <it> because <laughs> the school. That's that's it.
0: That's it. I know. I know. It's um. It's funny because like I. You know, I I just think about like the opportunities, and there's always, you know, I I talked about this with with Greg from the Sneak Dis, just about how how you're perceived, and like you always have that like oh you don't you know have a second chance to make a first impression, right? So like for me, especially you know being when I started at, when I started at Yale, I had a couple of I don't want to say bad interactions, but when I first started at Yale, you know, I would wear I would wear a shirt, button-up shirt, tie, tucked in, you know, slacks every day, every day. That was what I was used to. That's what I did every day. And so um, even with that, I'd have bad interactions with people and not like bad, like, you know, like fighting or anything, but like, you know, I had people question like, whether oh are you supposed to be here like are you supposed to be in this meeting things like that and this this is before blonde hair everything right and so um, for me i've always i've always been like okay you know i am i'm in this like super super prestigious place i i don't want to come off as as anything less than refined and, and specific and like detailed and like, like, I didn't think of like, I thought about this when I put it on, I thought about it. And I want them to know that, like, even if they are like, are like, okay, sneakers, huh? Like, I don't want them to be like, oh, that's, oh, that's something that I've seen. I saw on the cover of, of slam magazine or like, you know, I want them to think like, okay, this guy thought, and this guy really put things together. And, and, he did it in a way that I've never seen before, or that I wouldn't expect. And so, um, I'm always trying to go for that when I'm when I'm in my normal, you know, work life, I guess. And so, you know, I feel I feel like I try to have to, I kind of have to curate to that. And I always want to make that like really good impression on on people, not just. And you know, at first it was oh, I have to wear a, sh- a suit, uh, a shirt, and tie. To, to achieve that, but now I feel like I can do it by wearing just really interesting sneakers, right? Like I can, like, it's not my only thing, but it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, David has really cool sneakers. And like, you know, some people will come up to me cause they know that I'm like, you know, of course we end up being the sneaker people like come up to you and just be like, hey, what are you wearing today? Like, and, and we have a conversation about it or they'll, hey, look at these that I just bought, you know? And like when you're not in the mainstream, when you're not in that hype lane of like everything that I pay attention to, everything I invest in, everything that I'm consuming is that mainstream, you know, influencer driven shoe, you know, market, then it's easier to have a conversation with someone who's showing you a shoe that you wouldn't buy and that you know, from from our standpoint is not that impressive, you know, like from from what we've seen. And I and I like having those conversations with people. I like when people come up to me and get, hey, hey, look at this shoe. I got it on sale. And I'm like, that's cool. Like, you know, they're not a sneakerhead. They don't have to appreciate like everything that I have. But the fact that they're willing to like show me and like they took their time out to to try to do something or to show me something that is of interest to me, even though it's not that interesting to me, I'm gonna pay attention and we can have a conversation and talk about like where that shoe comes from or what it, you know, what I might have that's like it. Or sometimes I have something that's, you know, that is that shoe, but it's just a collaboration or it's just a higher quality model or whatever. And, um, you know, I think that's I think I think I think those interactions mean more to me in sneakers. And that's and that's and that's become more rewarding for me over time rather than feeling like I got the next coolest thing. You know,
1: the, there's the influencer that's that's, you know, we see getting the one money or threes or maybe the trophy rooms that the mainstream isn't seeing. But then the mainstream is seeing Jimmy Fallon with the what the Paul Rodriguez dunks. I saw him. I was like, what, what, what's he doing with the? Uh, yeah, he seems to be getting a lot of shoes these days. Jimmy Fallon, he got the flyies too. But uh, but you know, so it's gone to that next level now, where the mainstream is 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 good to see it, no matter what, even if they're even if they're not looking for it. And then, of course, we're going to see that, and then we're going to see the the targeted sneakers, sneaker person. Um, influence and uh so it's it's hard to you know even when you you try and unfollow things in your street you know I follow 3,000 people and you know once in a while I'll go through and just like no 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 it's just like years of just I don't know when I accumulated all these follows but and you go through and just and try to avoid try to get rid of that noise and uh still shows up it's still there right I mean yeah yeah it's unavoidable, but uh, Yep. all we can I mean, do is uh,
0: try. <laughs> I know, I, I do, I, I will say that I do find, um, I do find some of, some of it rewarding because I feel like it does push, um, it does push the culture. It pushes people to try to do whatever, like especially for the content people, it pushes them to try to do something that no one else has done. Right. And so um, I remember last summer when the the Ben and Jerry's came out, like those were they were like a big deal. They were like the biggest deal. Everyone knew about them. People that weren't into sneakers were asking me about them, you know. So it was funny when when um, Hikmet, you know, started eating ice cream out of them. Right. And it was just like this moment where. I think a lot of people were mad. Um, I was
1: mad. I was mad, and I knew he was trying to be ironic, and I was still mad. Like <laughs> I heard his whole explanation on the complex. I'm I'm still mad. I, I don't like him anymore from that. Like I was like really oh man. because of the influence. Because because like you know like sorry I cut you off, but you know and like the kids don't know who Hikmet is, the hype beast. They don't know who he is, so no, they're probably just looking at this old guy and they think it's whack. And he's whack, so maybe that's the cool part. Maybe that's what is really good. Maybe that's what I'm not missing. But for me, I was just like, it's sacrilegious. That's why, like, he shouldn't even do that. He shouldn't even <laughs> have that shoe. I don't know his history with dunks and, and anything, but like, yeah, you, you talked about that. I was going to bring up the Mars Yard two point five, but t- because I I love that. But t- tell me what you think about the Hickman thing because because that was that people got pissed off and they they were that was one of them. They,
0: they were and I and I thought and I thought it was like a moment to bring levity to to a shoe that people were taking like in my opinion way too seriously. Like I thought I thought this shoe is like super serious this shoe is like way too serious. People are too much and and it was one of those shoes like there are shoes, there are a couple shoes every year that as soon as they drop, you know they're a thousand dollar shoe, right? And that was one of them. But then at the end of the day, you like really think about it and you're like, this is a $110 shoe. Like Nike sold this shoe for $110. Like people have to sort of realize that and and we have to, and I was thankful that he sort of brought it, it felt to me like he brought it back down to like, okay, it's still just a shoe. Like if he had done that with like a white Air Force One, no one would have cared, right? But it was a Ben and Jerry shoe so Ben and Jerry's out of it, and, you know, I think it made sense, it made sense in this weird, ironic, like, let's not take this thing too seriously type of way, um, that I think a lot of people, um, not, 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 not a shot at you, but a lot of people really, really, like, yeah. were, like, torn up about that shoe, and I was just, like, yeah but that shoe was again that shoe was never for you <laughs> That she no, was it, never
1: gonna be i true. don't even like that shoe that might be why i didn't like that either because right. i felt the drum drew more hype to the shoe right like when you do something like that um it's gonna go on and people give it attention not like he needs attention but like what yeah. would be cooler is if you just put them on and try to skate skate him or something but no one would have watched that video like no one wants to see <laughs> yeah. like no that would have never happened and and uh, that—that's why I brought up the uh, the bars are two point five, and that that campaign, which I guess they're in the process now, where they sent them back, I think, and they're getting like re. Uh, fixed and maybe they're i think that's what the whole campaign is. oh is the that right now something i, I watched I the videos still I, wearing them but i think they sent them back because you have to send them back and then they're going to fix them up and send them back to the people or something but like that kind of thing I, I i'm way more into but it's a totally different thing but um you know like and and hickman i don't think nike was telling him Telling him to do that, although who knows with the marketing agencies these days, he that could have been all set up. You never want to believe yeah. anything is organic yeah. <laughs> these days because uh, it definitely was out of character. But after having listened to him, he does have a little bit of a you know, fun spirit and uh, and a, yeah. he's like uh, he's kind of a willing to piss people off type of guy, and that's cool, and I respect that. I just yeah, I didn't like the shoe. So when I see the guy doing, and I'm like, "This guy's a legend. What's he doing with the like <laughs> <laughs> You know. But I totally appreciate all the irony, and maybe I'll change my mind. But it's, I'm glad you brought that one up. It's we, we differ.
0: Yeah, I was. It was funny because uh, I really like Hickmet. I did get to actually interview him, and I have this like I have this sense about him, and he's one of those people that um like genuinely and you can just sort of tell he genuinely loves sneakers right and that's and that's all he cares about he cares about product he doesn't care about like there are people that say oh I'm all about product like I think he is right he's like I care about this GR I care about this one I care about that one I've been into it for this long like and so you know listening to his him talk on the complex sneakers podcast was great I thought um just to hear his complicated history with Nike, and you know how he sort of transitioned and sort of made you know New Balance, I I feel like in in the UK a thing. And so um, that 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 to me is refreshing. Just just to have people like that in the market that are that are really that are really about sneakers, right? And that he'll he'll still be on sneakers. Five years from now, right? You're Higman's not going anywhere, just like Clark Kent isn't going anywhere, you know. So, and 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 he has that authentic appreciation, which, which I feel like you know, a lot of people don't have, and a lot of big names sort of take for granted the things that they get. And I think he, and I think he appreciates the stuff that he gets, despite him eating out of it eating ice cream out of it but i think he i think he still like loves his loves everything everything that he gets that you know that he finds worthwhile
1: yeah and those type of shoes demonstrate you know and there's so many of them you know the grateful deads came out that year they there was a ton of hype dunks there was a ton of collabs of everything and like some of them got forgotten. like the grateful decks no one talks about them anymore chunky donkeys you see them you don't see them on feet too much they, i think they're collecting dust i don't blame them people when when they when they do it but there's so much of that collab hype and it's all you know you can't ignore it and you, you can't help to thirst for some of it because some of it's really nice whether it's the one years which which didn't end up being that hype but they were you know everyone's still calling them the shoe of the year and the only reason that they're not that hype is because they're, they're more production yeah. And that's that. That's how it goes. Um, but you know, there's all those, and then if you try to ignore that stuff and just stay, stay, you know, in the sale and GR bin, there's so much there. And you can you can have an amazing collection, whether it's 300 pairs or 20 pairs of just really good quality stuff you find on Soul Links. You know, for 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 40% off, you can find shoes that are better quality than those collabs so it's like how how do you how do you figure how do you you hold back your thirst and and some of it's fun to get those collabs especially if you can hit at retail it's like yeah. to, like what's better than getting a pair of, i'm on year threes at retail this year like you're not saving that much but you're getting a really nice shoe that almost everyone likes threes it's good quality he's got a great story it's like oh no i don't need collabs I, i'm a gr guy well would you take down on one year's yeah probably <laughs> right i mean it's hard not to
0: yeah i mean i like that story that story is still is still is still something worthwhile i think um, and i think that's that's why i could never like completely swear off of collabs although i feel like they've lost a little something from a lot of brands where it's just oh we teamed up with this person and he is doing a shoot right and and that is that is weak <laughs> for me like i i appreciate some of them like you know some of them are really still good but the story or the theme still still brings it back still makes it like more worthwhile than, than than a regular gr to me
1: i felt that way for it with a lot of the a to zx the adidas you know some of them were super nice but some of them looked like it was just like slap the brand on it wasn't much thought some of them i think w- were collab true collaborations but some of them i don't think were and, and i don't i don't love that not to pick on adidas but then we get the concepts jelly threes coming out and it's like whatever you like about salmon s- salmon toe boxes or i think I, I saw some more images maybe i'm wrong are, are they even mismatched is one one like, i don't the more...
0: i don't know i don't know yeah. i think those are samples
1: Oh, okay. It might have been sample, but. either way, I was like, Yeah, you know, like they're nice, but I I I don't need them. And then the more I look at them, I'm like, yeah, yeah, Well, still, you know, and you know, concepts is great storytelling, they have meaning, and I'm sure they're working on it. So it's maybe it's the opposite of just slapping a Lego sticker on a on a <laughs> blue and red shoe. Not that not to pick on that one, but you know, they did like the whole Lego pack, and it's like every color of the Lego is like, okay, yeah. how yeah. many more Lego shoes do we need this year? But <laughs> um and so it's kind of different ends of the spectrum. It's kind of feels like that slapping a name on it. And but people love those too. And it's uh you know, a, a good story is great, but um unfortunately not everyone cares, right? No,
0: no, not at all, not at all. But I I don't know, I think it's still it'd be it'd be great to see see them go back to that. And I wonder if that is gonna be one of those things that is is going to come back if if the hype dies right if the hype goes away if the hardcore collectors which is the casual collectors stay and the mainstream moves on to something else right that would be i think that's one of those things that's going to separate the people that are going to have the meaningful successful collaborations and and the people that's not that aren't you know
1: yeah i wonder what's going to happen though if you know, we're six, years, six months from now, say, and we're, everyone's got their shots, everyone's sort of living a little bit closer to where we were two years mm-hmm. ago than where we are now. You know, maybe you have to wear a mask or in certain places, or maybe you got to get three shots a year, but, and, and maybe you're not, uh, you know, but pretty much everything is, at least retail is back yeah. to where it is. Yeah. Now, the, the, the online shopping landscape has changed, everything has surged. Seems like retailers, sneaker boutiques, hopefully are like itching to start doing the kind of stuff that you know Nike was talking about dropping, and I think they did dropping boutiques, their accounts, and then so the ones that survive will hopefully have the and and keep their accounts will hopefully have the ammo, have the the hot releases of tier zeros, whatever, to to do in-store events do cool releases do all, all these things these installations experiences all these things that were they were talking about that was going to happen and it started we, we had a couple few years good years of it i think and it, yeah. it was still just ramping up and then we have this sort of wild card thrown into it and i was all like oh how do i fight bots effectively and uh, i'm investing in all this money so i don't know what's going to happen are they going to have any money left over are the big brands like Nike and Adidas gonna gonna give them what they want, or are they just gonna say, hey, you know what? We're fine with sneakers. We're fine with selling 70% of the stuff online as opposed to the other way around before I'm making up numbers. But like that's what people like you and I want. And you know, I don't love camping out or, or necessarily spending a lot of time at stores, but I love going into stores and speaking with people and meeting people. And uh, I think that's a lot that has been lost because of the pandemic, but also because of the hype of sneakers and everyone's able to cop online and, mm-hmm. and it's easier for the brands to make their money. Right. I mean, that's the whole reason why Nike did that strategy direct to consumer. Right. They, they said it explicitly to the shareholders and that's what it's all about. Right. Making money for shareholders. It's not about us in the end where we're, we're, we're there to feed, feed the, be the beast and the, the hype machine. But we're <laughs> Exponential not there. growth. Exponential yeah, growth. We're not there for anything else for them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, let's be real. So I, I wonder what the retail experience and I think that will that will be a big piece of the puzzle going forward in terms of what it looks like. Who cares anymore? Um, is it going to be just like it is because I don't think if it stays like this and there is no place for us to go. And we are, I mean, places has been open to the pandemic, but uh, uh, there's been a lot of curbside pickups for me, I can tell you that, there, <laughs> there haven't been uh, too much shop, you know, real shopping.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I think it goes back to what you said before about exhaustion, right? Like, I think we've all been home. I've been looking at a screen for who knows how many months, who knows how many hours. I don't wanna look at another screen. like. And I think looking at another screen, that's going to tell me I didn't want to shoe, <laughs> you know, uh, how many times is, how many times am I going to do that before it's like, okay, I'm going to do something else now. Like I don't, or I'm going to try less. I'm going to try, you know, fewer times than I would have in the past. Cause that's already where it's at where, with me. Like, you know, I, I randomly try try on sneakers. I have to, I have to download it like half the time <laughs> because I just don't go on it enough. And now with things opening up, there's just no incentive for me to be encapsulated in this thing that never gives me any sort of satisfaction, right? So I'm wondering how many other people feel that way and feel like, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'd rather go out and get this human connection, get this human interaction and something tangible and a pair of sneakers that I can actually, you know, cop. Rather than sit here on this sneakers app and get the, you know, get this, get this L again, you know, like I, I don't, I don't have time for that. I wonder how many people are going to feel that way, especially as the weather is nicer, you know, things are opening. People are going to want to do stuff,
1: you know. I was thinking the same thing. The timing may be right for, for those of us who want, you know, things to just chill for a bit because. People have to want to get outside and get off the sneakers app and stop like you know that's what people are doing they're sitting at work or school or whatever, and they're cop trying to cop at the same time they got their their uh they got their um uh, what's it ever group going or their uh, <laughs> discord group or whatever, and yeah. he's like okay, I'm not working, I'm just copying sneakers all day and it's like it's, it's it's tiring just like working from in front of a screen, working from home. People want to go back to the office. I work from home anyway, so I'm not going to have that choice. But, you know, go to a meeting, go to a coffee with someone. I mean, I wouldn't mind that. And, uh, you know, yeah, like you said, I think maybe this summer might be the kind of, I'm just going to wear what I've been buying. <laughs> and just like, forget about buying more. Like the whole, the whole principle that everyone says, wear your sneakers, whether, you know, just yeah yeah grab that box that you've been sitting on and you're waiting for it to go up in value or whatever or just waiting for that rainy day yeah that that day when when you're going to get your vaccination or or when you're (laughs) when you're going to the patio because you it finally reopened or you know out with your significant other for your first restaurant dinner like or just going to walk your dog because it's finally warm out again and uh, (laughs) at least where we are I mean you know yeah. running the world so in australia they got the opposite but they've been good for a while so i know. they should have like, already done that
0: <laughs> like you said we you know we all have 100 pairs i have a ton of stuff and it's it's not you know that I, I get a ton of stuff that i got during the pandemic it's not because i i'm necessarily worried about showing it off i'm gonna wear it regardless if i like it but I do want to. I do want to be around people. I do want to be out and like. I do want to flex a little bit. I have that. We all <laughs> and the clothes flex too. A little
1: bit. And the clothes too. It's not like people are only buying sneakers. I forget who it was, but someone you know. It was, it was maybe like one of those nice kicks video memes. It was like people, people during the pandemic, and it was like. Actually, I'm making this up, but it was like you know, just picture someone wearing gray gray joggers and Adidas slides and like uh and like a champion hoodie during the pandemic and you're just sitting there in front of your screen cop and trying to cop sneakers and then after the pandemic and you're wearing like a supreme pouch and like a, and like a run the world tie-dye hoodie and then like a fresh pair of like ones and like some whatever and you're just getting your fit off everything at once because you're just itching to you know, yeah itching to get that fit off. So I hope people are like that. I hope people like you know, realize that if you're gonna be, we're gonna be all consumers. Let's let's at least not collect dust with our stuff. I know, I know. Yeah, it's
0: Bad. it's nice. It's nice knowing that I have every enough. I have enough to wear and to go out and to you know flex. Like I said, as much as I want and not feel not feel out of place. Um, and. And, and, I, and I look forward to things opening up. And honestly, I don't, I don't necessarily care whether the hype continues on the path that it's been on and things continue to sell out like they have been. But, you know, I just, I look forward, like I said, to having more meaningful interactions and with sneaker people, non-sneaker people, or just people that want to look at my feet and ask questions like that's, that's fine by me.
1: I think I actually said this on the last time I was on the whole idea of the kind of maybe a revolt, like the anti-consumerism revolt. I don't think that's going to really happen, but you know, the idea was like, yeah, I'm happy with what, like you said, I'm happy with what I have that idea. is like, yeah, I could wear the, I want to wear my bacons all summer and like, Let's wear them. Let's get them worn in. Let's get them yeah. to look like real shoes instead of just like yeah, I wore them to drive my daughter for an hour and then I wear them in a month later to drive my daughter. <laughs> it's like sad, and we can blame COVID all we want, but you know, hopefully we're we're at the point now. Some people or soon for others where we don't have that excuse. And yeah, like you said, <laughs> rock everything, wear everything, and then and then uh, and then yeah, maybe there'll be a little bit of a kind of like. Looking at all the stuff I bought during COVID, and people have that kind of moment, and then and then maybe there's a new uh, a new wave of the uh, what's the woman the minimalist woman? What's uh... <laughs> oh uh,
0: oh?
1: I already forgot her. See, that, that's where we are. I Can't even remember her name. That's how far we are away from that. I know. I know. <laughs> like how many oh. Amazon packages do we get? I know you don't mess with Amazon. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah,
0: my yeah, my oh, wife, my wife you know, was on and is kind of on this minimalist thing. And we've both, you know, really toned back our buying and, you know, just said, we're not going to buy anything. And, you know, we have some other things that we're focused on too, and we really can't spend. So, you know, it's, it's kind of refreshing. I will say it's very refreshing to like, take a moment. and, And this is my advice to anyone that like will listen to this is, Take a moment to appreciate everything that you have um, with, with shoes, with everything. But, you know, if, if you're a sneaker collector, take a moment to, like, look at some of your shoes, like, hold them and, like, look at them and just be, you know, be thankful, be happy, be, you know, just, you know, pumped about what you have and try to remember that feeling when that first box came in. Because I, I think I think we're, we're so focused on the next step. Like it really, I don't know they're, they're, I keep I keep thinking about like, oh, there has to be a point where I stop and I go, I did it, right? Like I did it. And I'm like, that point is now. That point happened. Like I have to have more of I have to have more moments where I go, I have everything that I really want and that's great. And I'm going to bask in that for a while, you know, and just be totally and completely satisfied with what I have. And I think, and I think there, the market hasn't allowed for that. And I'm not, you know, I'm going to create that space myself. I'm going to do that myself. And it's been, it's been really refreshing. Like I'll come in and I'll like, stare at like a couple shoes or I'll pick up a couple and I'll like look over details and you know think about the laces lace choice lace choices that I have and go oh you know maybe I want to swap them out maybe I'll I'm gonna wear these tomorrow maybe I'm gonna do this outfit like and that I don't know it's been it's been clarifying for me and it hasn't felt so like there's been really cool stuff that's released and um I've liked it and I've It's stuff that I normally would go after and I normally would buy. And I'm just like, no, it'll be there eventually. Or I don't really need it. I have something equivalent that I can wear. And really like, I have some, and this is the other thing that I really have tried to do is go, do I have something better than this in my collection now? Yes, I do. I have something absolutely better that I love more let's wear that and I don't know it's just it's just been like a, a totally new mindset that I tried to develop and try to like push myself to and just the pace of sneakers has sort of pushed me there you know the pace of sneakers being locked up for a year it's all pushed me to that point
1: I got a good idea and I'm serious I'm I'm only half joking because it's could be funny but so you know, you see those uh, TikToks on Instagram or whatever, and it's like maybe usually a woman, it could be anyone. And she says, Okay, five ways to improve your day. Or and one of them will be I, I saw one, she said to save time yesterday. She she brushed, she blue-dried her hair while she so she learned how to brush with her left hand so she could blow dry. So she said, that saves me five minutes a day. And then the other one says, oh, drink, drink two glasses of water and you'll have more energy. And the other one will be, you know, meditate for five minutes. So we need to do one for sneakers and, and to, to get in the right mindset. And it, it means it's like hold a shoe that you haven't held in a month, open a box that you've never opened or something or smell the shoe and then like put on a shoe that you don't ever want it you never thought you would wear or something like that and it's like a like a mindfulness exercise almost for sneaker heads (laughs) and I think this could actually help people because like you're actually practicing it and that's why I'm saying it's not a joke it could be funny like you know it's funny to it's funny to like relace the shoe to she's probably not even funny if you actually lace the shoe it's probably good for your mind in the morning or something like i you know my daughter like she actually look like learns clasps and stuff like it's therapy right so yeah it's like it's like so like maybe there's like an actual like a almost pseudo meditative kind of thing you can do with your sneakers to make you appreciate them more and (laughs) have positive thoughts and not you know and i love the one you said the you know find a shoe that's better than it we were we were in one of the group chats today someone said um we were talking about a pair of dirty buck jelly threes i sold to him and he said yeah didn't you have two pairs john and i said i said yeah i sold one my warren pair and then i sold you my dead stock pair and he's, he's like oh i would have bought your other pair and i said no well i had the i had the saint alfred's that's why i sold the dirty bucks because i I looked at the St. Alfred's and I said, I like the St. Alfred's better. So, yeah. so why do I need these dirty bucks? I, I would rather wear these St. Alfred's three times before I wear the dirty bucks. Dirty bucks are amazing. It's crazy to think I sold dirty bucks. But <laughs> the, the point is, I, I did that exercise. Is there something I would like better? And yeah. there's something I have that I like better than what I'm buying? And that's the problem, right? We buy things that we don't like as much as what we have. Because whatever, we're trying to fill a void or we're just bored or we're just stuck at home there's a million reasons right yeah but uh i think you're on to (laughs) something we'll talk about it my mind is expanding and things even just how i would do like you know when you think that you're when you feel like you're gonna (laughs) cop something that you shouldn't you hit that apple (laughs) pair that that paypal thing maybe there's like a wait 10 seconds (laughs) go get a sip of water (laughs) go open your front door take a breath of fresh air do you still need them and like they say the same thing like to kids or to adults when they're trying to make a decision or when they're going to react to something right like the kids learn this in mindfulness in school like it's mindfulness for sneakerhead yeah you shouldn't talk about it it's it's a million dollar idea but we're, we're, here maybe, we're here for the people.
0: Maybe them. Nike will pay me off not to share it. Oh, Nike doesn't want you
1: to do that. They don't want you to be mindful. <laughs> no, they no, want you to cop no. on sneakers. <laughs> pay me to take it down. Pay me to take no, no down. one's going to, No one's gonna, none of the brands are going to steal your idea. No,
0: I know. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, no, I think like that is like a real thing. I think yeah. like, for me, it was just there's a lot of shoes that are really cool that and I think what was it Saucony dropped like the their Astro Trail pack last week and it you know I love Saucony and I was you know I was really like gung ho about the release and they had you know a shadow a shadow 5000, I think it was and uh, and a zero 2000 which I really love. And I'm like, yes, but I have these. Like I have this model and I have a better version of these models. And I have a version that I would wear more, that I want to wear more. Why am I going to buy this version that's, it's good, but it's not better. And it's not something that's going to appeal to me more as time goes on. It's going to be one of those shoes that I get and I'm going to think about it. And then when I go to wear one of my Shadow 5000s, I'm going to be frustrated because I have so many and I can't wear them all. So rather than even put myself in that position, I'm going to keep the one that I have. Matter of fact, I'm going to sell this one that I'm not wearing and I'm going to keep, you know, and I'm going to have two pairs. And so that two pairs, you know, they're both distinct enough that I'll wear them both enough and I'll be satisfied, at least for now, you know. It may down the line, I'll, I'll have a situation where I do see something that I really I really want, and I need to add a third one, or I need to replace one of them. But for now, I know that that shoe is not enough. And so, like, you know, I think I don't want to tell people that that's the mindset that they need to adapt, adopt. But for the people that we know, that we talk to in our group chats, we have so many sneakers, so many of the same thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like I said, I have, I have the, I have seven. seven yeah has seven Jordan ones right that's more than enough I don't I have almost every color I can I can match almost any outfit that I could imagine and um you know because I have shadows so I could wear shadows with everything (laughs) but like you know like I don't really need anything else I just need Chicago's because it's something you know it has that status for me and I think it has that status for a lot of people and you know, it's 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 something different, right? It it adds something different that I don't have. So I don't know. I think I think more more sneaker people need to adopt that and let the mainstream be the mainstream, let the hype be the hype, you know, let it let it chase what it's gonna chase and, and we do what we, you know, and we we can just be distinct and detailed and you know, think about shoes that are meaningful
1: and you know of course it's easier said than done but I think what you're describing is something that you know we know and sometimes maybe struggle I know I do you know might live by the man don't live by the mantra. but I try to the wear everything you know you know hashtag it whatever and I don't I don't practice it I have I have a closet of quite a few dead stock pairs and some of them are doubles and obviously you can't wear doubles if you you wear everything and uh (laughs) that's impossible Well, you can but um and you know pairs that i think one day may even sell and you know that's not that's not the philosophy i i i like to think but but it's hard to escape but i think what you're describing is you know and i don't want to look down on people who collect and i know people who want to buy this release want to buy this release and i put it away and they're not wearing it necessarily maybe put it on foot for a pick but they want to have it And, and i understand that if it's a funko pop if it's a if it's a hat i mean i do i still i still have things i collect small things and nothing like sneakers but you know that that i like to have or um you know even even my vinyl some of my vinyl i I, I will break out once in a while, but I need to have that record. It's a, it's, it's a, it's a essential piece of yeah. who I am almost. And yeah. I don't want to think that way about sneakers, but if someone, if someone thinks that way, it's perfectly fine. But I think what you're describing is, and I see this in group chats a, a lot. It's, it's like someone, you know, every drop, you got to have every drop and it just can't, you can't want every drop. That's not, yeah. that's not possible. I mean, you could think you want it or, or you can't need it and people say need and, and there's yeah. a difference And that whole need you know when the it should be it should be a meme need like that's like when someone posts a, a new release it's like need 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 and it's like no that's the exact opposite mentality it's like yeah, yeah they're dope if I can hook them up on retail I'll grab them otherwise on to the next like now obviously that's not it's again easier said than done but when you see people just <gasps> You know, quite frankly, acting irresponsibly. I had a lot of people on my podcast talk about it. You know, you don't want to call them out because maybe they're not. You're not that close to them, but it's quite obvious sometimes that people are people are purchasing things that they just don't eat or shouldn't. And I think, I think that's what we need to get away from. And me too. I'm I'm a victim, so I don't want to judge. But and I think that's uh, you know when we, we this whole conversation about the hype and, and everything um, aside for resale that's, that's what it is, right? It's it's that feeling of, I need it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and I experienced that recently with the Bacons. Um, and I know, like you said, there were like a ton of pairs, right? And it was one of those shoes that it dropped, I missed, you know, because I don't chase Nike like that. But norm- there are like three or four releases a year that I really want. And just because I'm not in that ecosystem makes everything that harder to get when I do want to cross over. So, you know, I missed on the Bacons and then I was kind of like bummed about it for a week, you know, because I'm seeing all these pictures online, you know, um, I had wanted to do a shirt for the Bacons um, and I had the opportunity like a week ago, um, someone hit me up beginning of this week Hey, they did a restock, you know, they, they hit my inbox and I can buy them if you want, you know, I already got a pair. Do you want a pair? Do you want them, you know, for retail? And I just was like, no, like I have to, I have to move on. Like I I'm, I'm what, three weeks, four weeks beyond getting over that shoe. (laughs) So like, let me be over it. I'm going to stay over it you know, because I, I survived the four weeks without them. I'm going to survive, you know, the years beyond without them. And, and yes, like you said, there were a ton of pairs of them. So I knew like eventually there's the, that eventuality of it coming back and me being able to grab them. But at that point, it was like, I've, you know, I've sort of, I've sort of accepted that I don't have them. And if I could accept that I don't have them, and I don't need them, so why, right? So I didn't, and and I don't feel bad about it. Like I'll see a picture of the Bacons and I'll be like, that looks good, good for them. That's a good shoe for them. They love that shoe. I have a shoe I love more than that. That's all it is, right? Like I have a shoe that I love infinitely more than that. I have 10 shoes I love infinitely more than Bacons, you know, and that I will wear more than Bacons. And that I will put on, and I won't regret wearing that shoe instead of the bacon's. And so I don't have to deal with that, like, you know, that problem down the line. But I know that there is gonna be a shoe that that happens, and it will be something that I regret long term or that I will need. And then I'll, you know, I'll have it, and it'll, you know, it'll, I don't know, fulfill something, right?
1: Yeah, but you know, bacons are a great example because you're always gonna get them, be able to get them down the line. Maybe they'll be a hundred more dollars in a couple of years, but if you really want them, you know, sell one of those Jordan ones. You can get two pairs <laughs> of bacons, probably, right? I mean, it's like it's all about prioritizing, right? And and figuring out, like you said, like what are those 10 pairs you want more? What do you want? And you know, that's the hard part too. When you see a deal and you buy something for 60 bucks, it's like, yeah, I'll beat these up. And it's like how many more of those do you need? How many more? Like I'm bad with those, you know? Like oh the, yeah. Like the Nike cross trainers. I came back with these, these like old school cross trainer ones, I think. And they're super they are good vibe, they're comfortable, they're simple to wear. I have three colorways of them. It's like I don't even want to beat them up because I love them so much. But like the price yeah. point is they're like $90 Canadian shoes. It's like, yeah, like <laughs> Buy one, beat it up, and then I can go on StockX and get another pair for probably sixty-five dollars. Like, yeah, well, why yeah. did I buy a three colorways? Like, because I had to have it, like in case that one's going to disappear. Like, and, yeah, and that yeah. happens, does right? Sometimes those those happen. Like, a, like even like what is a GR? It becomes hard to find down the road, and it's like, oh shoot, but like those really, it's not like it's a one out of fifty collab from like a boutique in Berlin or something like that you can't yeah. get or yeah. like an a A6, like a gel three that's like never going to show up in your size it's like let it go you know yeah yeah
0: yeah I mean I think
1: like I feel like that with uh
0: you know I have I have a I have a pair of silver bullets and I kick myself a lot for not doubling up on them um because I definitely had the chance to but at the same time I'm also like they're going to be back they'll be back nike nike's gonna have them back before i need a new pair
1: yeah and even if they don't so what you'll have to wear two you have to wait two years till they, yeah and yeah. you have other things to wear for those two years exactly I, mean, I know you love silver bullets but if you have to go a couple of months without one oh i know get I know. a swap or something <laughs> heaven, for, heaven forbid <laughs> yeah i mean and eventually you know now even air maxes are expensive eventually they can't everything can't be expensive forever i don't think uh no. I don't think that's far possible because Air Maxes might be the next wave if we're following Travis. But Dunks seem to the Froth seem to be coming off Dunks a little bit. Jordan ones, hopefully. And mind you, we still have hype on other brands. New Balance seems to have a lot of hype still. So yeah, I think uh, I think it's got to it's got to cool off eventually. But I've been wrong for the last year and a year like i said year and a half two even since since uh things started going crazy and uh, i i think i think though i don't watch try not to watch prices too much but i think they they plateaued maybe yeah every shoe can't be 600 like every
0: every shoe can't be 600 plus like i don't it's not gonna it can't it can't it's I feel like it's unsustainable it's insustain there's there's not a, there's not enough people with that much money to just continuously buy. At some point there's a tipping balance of so much being held because the price is just too high versus consumers
1: willing to pay for that, you know. Yeah, and that's what happens in, you know, I bring it back to the stock market, but that's what happens for, you know, not low quality stocks necessarily like let's say let's say you know a good quality is like equivalent to maybe like an an apple an apple a shares of apple so that would be like a white cement three Mm -hmm. is is like apple like you can't go wrong you're not going to really lose your money if you're investing in it you'll always want it you'll always wear it it's not going anywhere and then there's like i don't know maybe what's like a tesla like something more hype like a sakai like a Sakai LD, it's like kind of like, not for everyone, but you'll probably do pretty good on it. But if things, things can turn quick, like, you know, like on, even on most collabs, it's like kind of like one day it's worth a thousand and then they do a restock and it's worth 600 the next day. But then there's like the lower quality and then I don't want to pick on mids again, but let's say there's a mid and it's like, kind of like that's equivalent to like, I don't know, maybe one of these lower quality, um, cryptocurrencies that like no one really knows it's just some some kid made up and it it took off because all the cryptocurrencies took off so it's like a like a like a royal mid with like a white toe box it doesn't even look like a royal (laughs) but it's like people call it that and it's like eh, you know when when the market goes those ones are going to go first and they're going to go down a lot and then the next one is the og jordan one high that's in a weird colorway, and then it's like the next the next the next until it gets to the high quality and then yeah maybe the white cement threes are going to go down five percent and the sakai's will go down ten percent but those mids will go down 50 percent yeah and there you go there the market has corrected just like the stock market that's all i can compare it to and i don't think it, it follows the exact same patterns but it's sure if you look at what's happened in you know all asset classes you know like lumber stocks everything it's just gone up 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 and sneakers too and cryptocurrencies and baseball card basketball cards and it's like real estate it's like it's wild you you can't help to think that there's a pattern yeah yeah
0: yeah and i think i think we're at the top of it
1: like i feel like we
0: are um i don't you know i don't want to say for sure and i'm not like gonna be like a prediction guru or anything you know i think um but i do think people are checking stock x fewer uh fewer times like of the people that i know like i'm not checking it i know other people aren't um i mean i think i i randomly check it to see what's below retail i won't check it for anything that i want specifically that i know is above retail um and i think that's I think that's where it's trending because people are kind of like, yeah, it's it's not going to be worth it. That flex isn't worth it. I don't know.
1: You know, all the resellers always complain when guys undercut each other. And I, I don't even understand the dynamics necessarily. I think it's like, you know, you don't want to undercut someone by a couple bucks because it just fuels the down cycle. Again, I, I don't want to pretend to understand the resale market, but I think that's the idea that... but fundamentally it's like you want to sell a shoe you get rid of it at whatever it takes like that's mm-hmm. how it should work and that's how the free market works and it's like now like you like you talk about it, there's been plenty of times in the last couple of years where i just got on StockX and paid whatever market is no bids that's not the smart way to do it the smart way to do it is bid and be patient and, mm-hmm. and i'm not doing that i haven't done that in a long time uh more now I'm doing more of the kind of the low balls like the looking for the deals, looking for the under yeah. the retails, going on go looking for lightly worn paired, going on eBay. Now in Canada, uh eBay's a lot better. And uh and uh you know if if that's representative of the market, I feel like you know I'm at least partially representative, then maybe maybe it is a sign like everyone should keep those low balls in and uh we'll work together. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You know, the funny thing was uh, when I sold like the biohacks and I sold the ALD 550s, when I went on, I I just saw what's the highest bid? Is that more than what I, is that more than what I paid? Okay, I'm selling it for that. And I would just put it in at whatever the highest offer was. And so <laughs> I like to think that it was helping out the market because there were obviously shoes Priced higher than what I put in, right, what I sold for. But now that person has to deal with the next lo- with a lower bid and try to convince or try to like entice that person to come to their even higher price, right? So um, I like to think I did a service by by like cutting out the highest bid right off the bat and just getting them out of the market. So now those two shoes hopefully Humble a little bit um, in cost, but
1: we, we all do our part.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I my battery is 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 about to about to kick it. This was fun. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, thanks for thanks for hopping on. Um, Sad we couldn't get any any other people to come on. It's uh, as things open up, I think people are um, a little spread thin now. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's funny you mentioned. I was thinking about all these like things that people have started, and I'm sure you'll survive and continue. I please, hope you do. I'll I'll come join you any every time. But I was thinking, like you know, when things open up, especially in the summer, like there's been such a such a influx of things like sneaker podcasts and things like that. And like I hope at least the ones like like yours that I that I uh, subscribe to and don't miss. I hope they survive because uh, people are probably just itching to uh get out and uh get down and uh but uh the secret you know you can always record ahead of time right so yeah yeah <laughs> pro tip
0: yeah well we have a few in the chamber so hopefully we'll 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 survive the summer
1: <laughs> i'm sure you will
0: but uh i really appreciate you hopping on it was uh, thanks for having me great as always um i can't wait till your next episode i think i just downloaded uh your most recent episode and i gotta gotta check it out um hopefully tomorrow
1: yeah i'm keeping them coming through the summer and uh yeah i was thinking of going taking like every second week but i'm just gonna get ahead and do do a bunch and yeah you know and then uh i i added to i added to my intro for i think next week it's i said you know, I said uh, we never talk about sneaker news, so sneaker dads is never stale or something like that. I don't want people to think that they can't go back to old ones, right? I mean, it's the yeah. same with this, right? I mean, yeah. yeah, you were talking about news, but you know, like by the time this comes out, some of the shoes we talked about will have come out, maybe. I don't know the dates, whatever, but in general, it's 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 pretty, it's pretty, it stands up over time yeah. because we're yeah. talking about. And I like that. I mean, there's enough podcasts that, that are talking about new releases and stuff. And this is obviously way different than that. So it's cool that, uh, that you have your own niche because that's what I'm trying to do too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, we'll right. talk soon, I'm sure. I'll see you on the chat and uh, in the DMs. Thanks again for having me on. I got some stuff to do myself now. And uh, yeah, thank you always always great i mean miss the other guys but it's cool to cool to get in depth one-on-one definitely
0: absolutely
1: all right take all care right. dude Easy too john yeah.